Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Yeah, I Said It. As always, the show is hosted by yours truly, Lance Williams. I want to give a shout-out before I jump into the show to my co-host of the flagship show, The Standard is the Standard, Jeff Hartman. also want to give a big shout-out to Dave Schofield, the oracle of all Steeler knowledge. And lastly, I want to give a shout-out to Brian Anthony Davis, who's bad, the bad one himself, want to give a big shout out to those gentlemen who do a fantastic job of bringing you great content, great articles on the website BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and for giving you fantastic content on the pods. If you want to check out the pods, my pod, Yeah I Said It, or any of the other fantastic podcasts hosted by BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, go to Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and Stitcher, and do a search for Steelers and Steelers podcast or do a search for any of our names and you will find the podcast subscribe also want to big send a big shout out to Felicia who's an outstanding supporter of the programs hey Felicia keep supporting the programs hope you enjoy your trip to Pittsburgh she has her tickets she has her hotel she's in there and that's the type of dedication we like to have from the fans of our show and from the fans of the Pittsburgh Steelers on this particular episode of yeah I said it I want to say the following. The right tackle position is Matt Feeler's to lose. You guys have heard me do podcasts in the past. You know sometimes I mess up names. So to protect my backside, CYA, protect my fanny, I'm just going to say Matty F. A lot of talking heads, media types like myself, a lot of websites have suggested that there is going to be a battle at the right tackle position. I disagree, and I strongly disagree. And I'm going to break it down into several categories. Now, if you've listened to me do shows in the past, a lot of times starting positions boil down to the three Ps, pay, pedigree, and production. And I'm going to break it down along those lines I'm going to take a look at snap counts, and I'm just going to give you what my crystal ball is telling me about the position, the right tackle position overall, moving past this 2019 season. Now, if you look at pay, pedigree, and production, it becomes very easy to break down who is going to start at a position. Now, sometimes it becomes a little more difficult, but for the large part, pay is one of the biggest significant factors to determine who's going to start at a position. But if you look at Matty F, Chucks Okorafor, and Gerald Hawkins, it's a little bit difficult to assume who is going to start sheerly on that component. If you look at the breakdown in terms of cap hit for each player, it's pretty negligible across the board. Matty F is going to account for 645000 on the cap, a core four is going to account for 800k and Gerald Hawkins cap charge is 850k so again those are pretty negligible you don't have a cap hit or a cap charge that is going to determine who is going to start say for instance one of those players had a cap charge of let's say six million you can pretty much assume that the player with the six million dollar cap charge is going to start because the organization is not going to invest that amount of resource for a reserve. It's just very logical, nothing earth-shattering or ground-shaking when it comes to that. Now, in terms of pedigree, this is where I think 
it becomes a little murky as well because Matty F has no pedigree in terms of the Steelers. Now, when I talk about pedigree, I'm largely talking about where a player is drafted. You look at Chuck Sikorfor, third round pick in 2018, Gerald Hawkins, a fourth round pick in 2016. But the one thing that shows up in this particular category of the three Ps that makes it pretty murky is Matty F, although he was undrafted, signed a one-year extension. And to me, when I look at that, that's an indictment on both of the draft picks. Why do you give an undrafted guy a one-year extension if you have two young tackles that you drafted in the last four seasons? It's because in the last P that we're going to talk about, production, Okorafor and Hawkins have not produced. Hawkins has not produced due to injury. Okorafor was up and down last year. So because of a lack of production, the pedigree is being muted in terms of how you're going to make the determination of who's going to start. So you have pay is pretty much negligible. The cap hit is pretty much the same within 50 to 150K across the board for the three players. In terms of pedigree, you would think in most occasions that if you were a third round pick or a fourth round pick, that that pedigree would determine who might start, especially when you look at the starter who I think is going to be the starter who was a starter last year, the replacement for Marcus Gilbert, is an undrafted guy who didn't originally start in your organization because Matty F originally started for the Houston Texans and started his career in that organization. So all that comes to production. Because those two young players who were drafted have very limited production, it's an indictment on them for Feeler to get the one-year deal, Matty F. But it's also, in some sense, an indictment on Matty F and an indictment on the state of the entire position because they only gave him a one-year extension. If he plays well next year, this will be another topic to dive into because if he plays better next year, I surmise because of his pedigree, you can pay him a very cap-friendly contract and he might nestle in as your starter moving forward, which would trump the pedigree and pay issues in terms of the other two players. Now, lastly, when you look at production, Matty F started 10 games. He's played in 17 games. Chuck's a core four started three games, played in 13 games overall, and Hawkins has one game start and he's only played in five games. When you look at this competition, I don't think Hawkins is in play. I think Hawkins, they think, is a very talented guy coming out of the University of Tennessee, but I don't really think he's in play for the competition at this right tackle position. When you look at a guy that started 10 starts last year, that's a guy that is nestled into the position. Now you look at his snap counts. He played 676 snap counts or 61% of the snaps last year in 2018. You compare that to Okorafor who only played 155 snaps and Hawkins who played no snaps. When you talk about offensive line play, what comes up all the time? Continuity. Continuity and cohesion are critical to offensive line play. You can look at it year after year after year after year. The best offensive lines are typically offensive lines that play together all the time. It's because you have a comfortability. Everybody is comfortable with how the person to their left and or right plays. 
when you have multiple snaps together it just makes a line better it makes a line more efficient and also when you're talking about football and you're talking about starters and you're talking about the composition of a roster you're talking about trying to be a very good team we all know the importance of the offensive line position you do not want to replace a known with an unknown and when you're talking about comfortability you're talking about cohesion the coaching staff in and of itself is comfortable with feeler or maddie f they're comfortable with how maddie f works with the group you couple that with the fact that the Steelers have a new offensive line coach this year, and you don't, again, you don't want to introduce any more unknowns because the offensive line coach, they know him pretty well, but he still is an unknown to a certain extent in terms of how he's going to coach this group. So you want to give that guy someone who started. You want to give that guy, if you can, an offensive line that has guys together who have played 676 snaps together. So I think it's going to be very tough for Okorafor or Hawkins to crack this starting group. And I don't really think this is going to be a can't battle at all. Now, the last point I wanted to talk about before we conclude the program is when you look at pedigree, I think it's going to determine that Okorafor, especially if he has a good training camp and if he gets an opportunity to play, in my opinion, due to injury, or services himself well as that rotating tackle guy that shows well in preseason, so on and so forth. I think the way it's positioned, he will be the starter in 2020. The one-year contract to Matty F. simply tells me that he's the stopgap. And the reason why I'm picking Okorafor over Hawkins as the eventual starter in 2020, one, it's because he was drafted with a higher draft grade in the third round. And secondly, Hawkins has not proven that he could stay healthy. The second reason why I think it's going to be Chuck Sokorafor is the guy that will be the starter in 2020 at that right tackle position is because we've always talked about it, Jeff and I, on the standard as a standard, is that teams don't like to admit that they make mistakes, particularly with draft picks. But the one way that they do show their hand in terms of making mistakes is when they draft your position right on top of your head. Drafting another tackle so soon in 2018 after you drafted one in 2016, especially a guy in Hawkins that they said that they were really high on, is an indictment. It's an indictment on Hawkins and it's an admission that they think they've made a mistake. Whether it be because he can't stay healthy or they don't think he can play, they've covered their bet and they've drafted another one. And that's why I think that Okorafor is the guy that they hope shows and that he will be the eventual starter in 2020. Before we get out of here, I want to send a big, massive, super shout out to the U.S. Women's National Team for repeating earlier this week as World Cup champions second team all time to do that germany did it prior to that so big up to that team they are outstanding role models for female athletes all over the country so again big up to the u.s women's national team but with that we're going to conclude the program and as always tune in tell a friend and subscribe